0: everyone, this is the Written by Lauren podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and today we're reading chapter 15 from my series called Searching. Before listening to this episode, if you haven't heard the previous chapters in this series, then be sure to listen to those before listening to this week's episode. Chapter 15 Zoe's eyes widened, and Brian looked at both women and tried to speak, but the words wouldn't come to him. The woman looked around and grabbed onto the necklace around her neck. There's definitely something here. The air is thick with the evil it holds. She shook her head and scanned the room. She then said something under her breath. Although she was speaking quietly and Zoe couldn't hear her clearly, she was sure she was saying something in a different language. Barbara smiled and walked back into the kitchen. Brian's grandmother closed her eyes, kissed the necklace, and then opened them again. She smiled at Zoe as she walked past her. Zoe turned on Brian and whispered to him quickly, Your grandmother's a witch. Brian just shrugged. We don't really talk about it to other people. Zoe was shocked. So that's why you never questioned me? Brian looked down. Witches aren't exactly praised in this town, Zoe. You know what happened to Emmy. And her and her mother weren't even witches, they were just accused of it. Zoe softened. He was right. She was sure that times had changed since Emmy was young, but, considering the textbooks were still filled with lies and no one had bothered to change them, maybe this town still wasn't ready for the truth. Zoe nodded her head. She gently grabbed his arm and they walked into the kitchen to join their grandmothers. They were setting up the candles in a certain way, a sort of circle around them. Barbara looked up. "Ah, uh, Zoe? I haven't properly introduced you to my longtime friend. This is Vivian. Zoe smiled and stepped closer. It's nice to meet you. Vivian, with both of her hands, took both of Zoe's in hers and squeezed. Zoe, my dear. Call me V. Zoe nodded and Vivian gently dropped her hands, turning and going back to the job of lighting more and more candles. Placing them around the room. Barbara looked up at Brian and Zoe, who stood around awkwardly. V, put them to work. They're young. Vivian motioned towards the sink. We need some water. Fill a couple of the wooden bowls in my bag with some warm and cold water. Place them around the room. High, low, just around the room. The table is the center point. That is what needs to be your guide. Zoe and Brian immediately got to work. Zoe filled the bowls and Brian placed them around the room. They went on until the room was completely filled with little flickering flames and a sea of water. Zoe looked around. What is all this for? she asked curiously. Vivian walked around the room, sprinkling something on the ground. Zoe wasn't sure what it was and wondered if it was dirt or sand as the sound of it hitting the floor was similar. Vivian pulled out a chair from under the table after dusting her hands off. It's for the ritual, to cleanse this house and to rid it of the evil that lingers here and the energy that seeps from the walls. I know now why no one has lasted long here, although I sensed as to why, I couldn't be sure until now. Zoe listened to Vivian's every word. She was intrigued with the power she emitted, with just her presence. But why all the candles and the bowls of water? Are they supposed to aid the ritual in some way? Vivian sat and Barbara followed suit. Oh, yes. Which reminds me, Brian, please open that window, and then if you both will sit, I shall explain myself. Zoe sat across from her grandmother. Brian opened the window and then sat in the empty chair next to Zoe. Vivian took a moment to look at each person sitting around the table. They all waited patiently for Vivian to speak. During this ritual, I will be calling on the elements to bring me power. With the help of fire, water, air, and earth, I will be able to channel the strength it will take to exile the evil that is consuming this place. Brian looked at Zoe to see her reaction. She was impressed. You can harness the power of the elements? Barbara smiled. Of course she can. She's the most powerful witch I've ever known. Vivian smiled at the compliment. Thank you, Barb. But I'm not as young as I used to be. I'll be using you three as a sort of power distributor. We will link hands and I will push and pull the power through each of you. Barbara held out her hands and Brian did the same. They linked hands. Vivian took Barbara's other and she held out her empty hand for Zoe to take. Brian reached for Zoe's hand. She slowly placed her hand in his and then held on to Vivian's. Zoe bit her lip. She swallowed. Will, will it hurt? Vivian shook her head. No, dear. I wouldn't do anything to hurt you, or your grandmother, or my dear grandson. Brian squeezed Zoe's hand, and she felt comforted. Vivian continued. It will feel like a rush of energy, but it shouldn't hurt. Zoe had no reason not to believe her. She was sure her grandmother nor Brian would lie to her about this either. Vivian spoke to the small group. In order for this to work, we must not break our connection, and you must relax. Let the power in, and let it course through you. Once this creature, or whatever we want to call it, knows that we are here, and we are trying to kick it out, it will try to spook us. It will try to make us break our connection. All you have to do is hold on. Everyone listened, and understood their role. it so didn't know exactly what to expect. It had been quiet all night, and she wondered if this could really work. All this effort they were putting in, in hopes she could keep her father safe? Vivian closed her eyes and began speaking what Zoe wished her was the same language she had spoken when she first entered the house. She wondered what it was, and then remembered she was supposed to be relaxed. She physically relaxed and noticed the candle flames getting higher. The open window was letting in a lot of air. The sand that had been sprinkled over the floor was now circling them. The water was moving like waves, close to spilling over the edge but never actually. Brian squeezed Zoe's hand tighter, and Zoe felt a rush of cold inside her veins. It moved throughout her, and suddenly her skin tingled. She felt wide awake, and every hair in her body seemed to stand on end. This must be what Vivian was talking about. She felt alive and as if she could conquer anything. She looked between each person. She could tell they must be feeling the same way. There was a way about each of them. As if they, too, felt as if they could accomplish anything. Vivian was still chanting but she began doing it quicker. The elements around them were moving quicker, with more of a purpose now. Out of the corner of her eye, Zoe saw something. She turned her head and the room turned darker. The candle flames lowered and the wind died down. The water was only small ripples, and the earth circled still, but much lower to the ground. She saw it again. Something moved in the corner of her eye. She squeezed Ryan's hand and he squeezed back. She looked at him. He was studying her face. She was looking around the room in hopes of getting another glimpse of whatever it was that was lurking just beyond her eyesight. Everything in the room got quiet. Zoe got an eerie feeling as if someone was watching them. She turned and looked in the doorway, and there stood a man. He looked strong and very angry. The room went dark and suddenly Zoe was alone except for the man in the doorway. He stared at her with such hatred, it was as if he had pierced her heart with the daggers in his eyes. His fist curled into a ball and he stepped out of the doorway towards Zoe. Zoe tried to get up, but was stuck. She couldn't move, glued to the spot as the man got closer. Her heart raced and she again tried to move, but failed. The man got closer and he reached for Zoe. She screamed. He grabbed her by the neck and she gasped for air. He squeezed tighter and lifted her up. He stopped short. He tried to lift her higher, but her hands were glued to the table. He looked down at them and his face scrunched in anger. He squeezed tight around her neck and Zoe began fading. She couldn't breathe. Just as she was beginning to lose hope, the room was ablaze with fire. Zoe could see the candles and the man was gone. She opened her eyes and breathed in a deep breath. Brian was holding her hand tighter than she had remembered. He was watching her intently, as if he had known what had just happened to her. Vivian was still chanting and Barbara was now chanting with her. The water was splashing wildly. The wind was blowing her hair. Zoe looked around. Where had the man gone? The cabinets, walls, and glassware inside began to shake. The man reappeared, this time right behind Barbara. Zoe gasped. He reached his hand up as if to hit her. Zoe screamed, No. Zoe felt as if she had just pulled energy from the others to herself. The man stopped. He was forced back against the wall. He looked at her. Vivian and Barbara began chanting louder. The man was fading. Zoe blinked and he was gone. She looked around. She couldn't see him. He wasn't gone forever. She could still sense the evil in the room. So he closed her eyes and tried to concentrate on the feelings she was getting from the room. She could still feel the evil. She needed to channel her feelings and pinpoint the exact location of it. Maybe she could channel the energy from the others again, and this time, expel him from the house. Forever. She didn't know if it would work, but she knew she had to try. She felt she had no choice but to give it her all. The feeling was strong one of her gut feelings, even stronger than the ones she had had before. She wondered why that was. Was it because she had a powerful witch and her grandmother by her side? She couldn't forget that she had the elements on her side as well. They were being coursed through her veins. She opened her eyes and the man was standing next to her, only this time she wasn't afraid. She had known he would be there. She sensed him. Again, he reached for her throat and squeezed, but nothing happened. He got angrier and squeezed harder, gritting his teeth. He wasn't used to being weak. He had always been strong. And now, for the first time, he was weak. He became angrier and he screamed, causing the entire house to rattle and shake. Vivian spoke between her chanting. Everyone, say it with me. Leave this house. We banish the evil you are and the evil you bring. Everything you encompass must get out now. You are not welcome. You must leave this house. We banish the evil you are and the evil you bring. Everything you encompass must go out now. Brian chimed in, and so did Zoe. They began repeating themselves over and over, louder and louder with each repetition. Zoe could feel the energy and the elements around them. It was as if they were lifting her up. She was pulling from them, and they were happy to oblige. The man was fading, but not because he wanted to. This time, he was trying to stay while the four of them were trying to destroy him. They continued chanting, and the man suddenly pulled himself together enough to stop screaming in agony. And this time, to scream in rage. As if the house couldn't handle the power, it ached in pain. The windows shattered, and cracks formed on the floor. The man looked as if he was gaining power, but how? They were trying to take the power he had over this home away from him. He locked eyes with Zoe and charged. But not at her, at Vivian. He must have been able to tell that she was the center of this. She was the strongest of the four. But right before the man reached Vivian, Zoe felt the power shift. Her skin was warm. She was pulling from the fire, but it didn't hurt. And it was as if every pore in her body was breathing in the surroundings. She could feel the water and the air and the sand. It brushed against her and made her feel alive and powerful. More so than before. She concentrated on this. She would need to pull all the energy she could and try one big push as she forced the man out forever. The man had known what happened, as he sobbed before attacking Vivian. He looked at Zoe, and what he saw was something she hadn't even realized. She was floating up in a standing position. She was the only one of the four now. She still linked hands with them. Their hands were glued together. Her eyes shone bright with the light of the elements being channeled. There was an aura around her that could physically be seen. It pulsated, and there was a slight hum as everything else besides Zoe had ceased to move. She was the one being besides the angry man that had the power. She was almost draining the other three. They were not dying, nor were they dead. They had enough life source in them to keep them alive. Zoe would need to finish off the evil man quickly. She couldn't harness this power for long. The man's lips curled in a villainous smile. He opened his arms as trying to pull together the power he could to beat Zoe. Zoe opened her mouth and screamed as loud as she could, forcing all the power she had gained on him. He too opened his mouth to yell. The house shook again. Everything rattled and Zoe threw at him everything she had. The light she had hit him like a freight train. She could feel the resistance, but she pushed forward. This was her house. He was not welcome. She began chanting the same chant as before, this time with the force of nature behind her. It was too much for the man. He was forced backward and he tried to press forward but was unable. He fell to the ground and tried to get up a few times to no avail. Zoe was pushing everything she had at the man. He began screaming now, in agony. He was fading once more. The light that shone from Zoe pierced his flesh over and over again like the daggers he had in his eyes when he first arrived. He forced his eyes open and watched as Zoe rose high above him. He screamed and the light from Zoe engulfed him. He exploded in a cloud of darkness. Zoe could feel him leave. The dark hold he once had on this house for decades was gone. Zoe let herself release the energy she had sourced slowly release from her. She gently floated back down into her seat and the others began to stir. All still linked at hands, they looked around the room at each other, checking to make sure the danger was gone and the four of them were safe. Once satisfied, Vivian told them they could let go. It was actually difficult to let go of one another's hands. It really was as if they had been glued together. The elder women rubbed their now empty hands, but Brian still held onto Zoe's. Vivian looked at Zoe. Are you okay, dear? You should lie down. You had a lot of power and using that much will definitely weaken you for a bit. Zoe did feel weak. All the energy and power she had held had gone from her and now her body must deal with the consequences. Vivian looked at Brian. Help her to the couch, dear. Brian nodded, and still holding onto her hand, he tried to help her up. As soon as Brian tried to help her to her feet, her legs gave out and her eyes rolled back. She became limp in his arms. All right, everyone. That's it for today's episode. Come back next week for another installment of Searching. And in the meantime, if you want to reach out, maybe ask me some questions about the series or the podcast in general, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren underscore podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the episode.